More morning, anytime. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Just over half of women would rather have this than an engagement ring, apparently. All right. Wow, an engagement ring is quite sought after. After. Trust is making a funny face. What could it possibly be? Is this something you want? No. <laughs> no? Well, like an engagement ring is really important. Yeah. Just, so what else could you want? Just ask your your friends on the Spence Diamonds commercials, right? Oh, Michael <laughs> and Sarah? <laughs> Michael and Hi Sarah. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 780-421-1039. Apparently, well, more than 50% of ladies would want this over an engagement ring. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. For too early for a question question, just over half of women would rather have this than an engagement ring. Thinking a uh, walk-in closet. There it is. Nailed it. There it is. A walk-in closet. It's in a house. And, uh, yeah, it's apparently something that uh, ladies want more than uh, an engagement ring. Presley, you have a walk-in closet? I've had two in my lifetime. Nice. And as great as people think they are, yeah. they are so hard to keep organized. Oh, okay. It just Sounds becomes like a pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my closet's too big. I can't keep it organized. Well, it's not even like you it's hear too so? big. But like your walk-in closet becomes like a secret storage area for just throwing stuff in it. Right. That sounds like a you problem. Well, maybe it you're, is. You're just jealous, Matt. Oh, yeah. I most certainly am. <laughs> Congratulations. What's your name? Uh, Matthew. Hey, Matthew. You've won yourself a four-pack of tickets to Monster Jam. It's coming to Roger's Place on July 22nd and 23rd, and you are going to be... There. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, my name is Chris Sheets. We got Matt DeBurse here and Presley Cuthbertson, which is awesome. Um, yeah, uh, they're they're back. Uh, Presley had the day off yesterday. Matt uh, had a week off or so to do his uh, summer vacation, and uh, you survived it. Um, I forgot what it sounded like to have someone blow their nose in the room. It was uh, so peaceful. Yeah, too quiet. You need a little. You need to shake things up. Yeah. You guys get in your ruts. Yeah. I got to shake you out of it. It's true. Just with a Kleenex and a booger. <laughs> and by the way, my wife and my kids all have strep throat, so... Again? Are you yeah. What is going on? <laughs> I don't know. We need to, like, go into your house with, like, some kind of a... I, I think know. we need to burn it down to start a new... <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that they all have strep throat. The boy's okay. Yeah. The girl, yeah. she looks feral. Yeah. They got, m- like, mosquito bites day one. Yeah. We didn't realize they were so bad. Yeah. And then both of them reacted so bad. They were, like, little scabs. Right. Her pharmacist thought she had chicken pox. Right. And then she's here. She's had this runny nose for the past three weeks. And yeah. And, like, it's, her nose is so raw. Yeah. You should see it looks literally like Gollum. <laughs> and then she hasn't had a bath in a while thanks to camping. She just... <laughs> runny nose, coughing, <laughs> running around biting people. Yeah, like, <laughs> she's wild. I don't know what's going. My on. My poor wife's got it worse though. Yeah. But hey, here I am. Yeah, <clears throat> feeling good. <laughs> Great for now. <laughs> you guys, it's like the family of strep throat. It's like you, you just get over it and you get it again. Yeah, I can't believe it. I don't know. I allegedly, my nephew. Yeah. We camped with yeah. has had it five times in the past three months. Really, there's some about our throats. <laughs> <laughs> we throat the throats are bad. All right, well there you go. I'm glad to hear. But the trip was good. So. Yeah, it was hot yeah. as I thought it was going to be. You were down by Brooks. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, just like 12 kilometers south of Brooks. Kinbrook okay. Island okay. on Newell Lake. All right. Awesome place. Yeah. Like uh, a couple of really nice beaches. We're in the lake every single day. Yeah. No leeches. No. No itch. Just strep throat. Just strep throat <laughs> and feral children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Maxine. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, literally, she's got pock marks all over. She looks like she has a, some sort of disease. She's so nice about your daughter. Oh, the poor thing. I feel so bad for her now that she only wants me to wipe her nose because I say, gentle daddy incoming. And I do it like so softly. She's like, okay, that's acceptable. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So I talked about it uh, the last couple of days. I'm trying not to be obsessed with it, but I love it. I absolutely love it. I was using it again last night. It's the Merlin Bird app. So I was uh, I was uh, golfing with a retired friend of mine uh, on Friday, and he was telling me that this Merlin Bird app has changed his life. He sits outside his, his uh, house here on the south side of the city, and he just literally just puts it on, and it identifies all the birds making noise. And you can tell it. <laughs> For example, just take a shot at this. I recorded this a couple of days ago. You hear that owl? Oh, I did hear the hoo-hoo. Yeah, that was an American robin in our backyard, a white-throated uh, sparrow, and a great horned owl. We got a great horned owl and it's cool because I'm just showing these guys when they do their thing, like when they're making their noise, it highlights them. And I had somebody text me yesterday. Uh, their sister had like about five or six in their backyard all at the same time doing their thing. It's really cool. Uh-huh. It's really cool. Presley thinks she's going to get the app in 30 years. Uh-huh. 30 years time. <laughs> Have you tried drugs and alcohol? <laughs> like, you need something else in your life. <laughs> this is the nerdiest thing but we, I've ever heard. We went for a walk uh, in the River Valley last night, uh, just in the city. I bet here. you're so distracted now. Yeah. When you go on your walks, you're just like, you got your Maryland app. You're just like, oh, Karen, I got one. And you stop and you hit it. Oh, it's a yellow-bellied tit flicker. <laughs> it's going to be like Pokemon Go for elders. Exactly. <laughs> this is like you can't take him anywhere because he's too busy Merlin it. <laughs> but last night, I was we were walking the River Valley, and Karen says, oh, put it on. You can hear, listen to all those birds. So she reminded me. My wife even reminded me about it. So she's even into it. But speaking of the tit flicker... Uh, <laughs> We were walking last night. We went by a Tesla. Do you remember my Tesla Oh, story? yeah. Teeny Twister for a Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> Who got it? Your wife? Yeah. And she, <laughs> she, she hadn't heard about it yet. So she was, uh, yeah. She was unaware. <laughs> Evil. <laughs> she got to keep on guard. <laughs> you, uh, but, yeah, the Merlin. That makes app. you a little less nerdy that you're doing Teeny Twisters for Teslas. <laughs> well, Merlin. <laughs> well, Merlin. It. You should have a bird one. Yeah. You're like one bird that's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's a great horn owl. Get to pinch your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Matt, it's pretty cool. Your uh, in-laws would love it. Oh, my gosh. I'm surprised they don't have it. Yeah. I'll tell them about this. I'll win their praises for a while. <laughs> yes. Okay, Merlin. The Merlin app. Okay, check it out. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, today, a national, it's a national... Uh, fried chicken day. Oof, whoop. Fried chicken. Yum, yum, yum. I love a good fried chicken, piece of fried chicken. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah. It's, you know, when I was a kid growing up, again, if we got KFC and Leduc, it was like the best day. And you'd get the those dinner rolls with the gravy and the fries and the 
macaroni and the potato salad. He oh. went all out, eh? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this isn't just two, Toonie Tuesday where you get a couple pieces. No, 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 no. We'd get like the 26-whatever bucket, the family meal, right? The fam- Remember when KFC delivered? When they delivered? Yeah, they had their own delivery people. Oh, I was oh. going to say, doesn't everybody <laughs> deliver now? No, this is prior to... Oh, this was the like... Of it. They had their... Like, the one on the north side, it delivered. I remember that. Really? Yeah. Okay. And they'd come to, like, Sherwood Park and deliver? No, they, I think they had a region, right? Like, where yeah. you go, but... Okay, but but again, that was prior to delivery, when all you could get was pizza delivered, and you got your... You can't see once in a while. Okay. You're hankering for some fried chicken. One time, uh, Presley, quite a few years ago, Jack, Matt, and I went. There was a KFC. There used to be a KFC like two blocks from the radio station here right on 75th Street. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not there anymore, I don't think. Yeah, no, no, no it's, it's, a, it's an insurance place now. Yeah, it's definitely not there. Hello, I I get my registry. Desk you would <laughs> know. Don't kid yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we went there. Uh, I remember I had a Camaro at the time, a convertible c- Camaro. We rolled up to the drive-thru. We were trying to order a skinned in, which is just the skin. Like, it's not the chicken. It's just... Like the, the crispy part? Yes. The best part. The, mm, mm. I get a 10-piece bucket, hold the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not big on fried chicken. Like, I just prefer regular old chicken breast. Like, yeah. I try to Boring eat. old, dry, well, eat four glasses of water, dry chicken breast. I try to eat as healthy as possible. Oh. Fried chicken and I just don't always get along. But that crispy skin does sound pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it is. It's I like, do like a good crispy skin. It's like a potato chip. Mm. Oh, so good. Can you still get those? What? This just the skin? No, I no. don't. Oh. Well, they they sell it allegedly in the states, or they did for a while. It's like the skin. Of course pack. they do. Yeah, you feel like Hannibal Lecter. He's <laughs> 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 just eating chicken skin. <laughs> Who does the best chicken? Who does the best fried chicken? Um, hmm. I got a shout out to Northern Chicken. Yeah. Uh, on 124th downtown. Okay. So good. Yeah. I get it for my birthday every year. Right. And they're extra hot. Yeah. Will literally melt your face off. Like I tried eating it, but I'm like weeping, covered in sweat. So good. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And listen to this story: a Midwest pooch named Rocky set a Guinness Book of World Records for the longest tongue on a dog, measuring 5.46 inches. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the Illinois uh, canine. He is nine years old. He's a beloved boxer. And, uh, yeah, his parents, uh, his parents, his dog parents, heard about uh, the death of the previous record holder, and they were like, hmm, maybe we should uh, measure our abnormally long-tongued dog. And they did, and sure enough, they set the record. Oh. Go. <laughs> how, do you, how do you measure it? Yeah. I, I, I assume it's from, from the outside of the mouth, right? Oh, you're saying from, from lips... To- only exterior tongue. I'm sure. We're not that, taking like tonsils here. That has to be it. No, exactly. Yeah, okay. but that is a good question. How do you measure the world's longest dog tongue? And That'd I, be slimy. I was checking out my dog's tongue. Hers is about two inches, so no, it's not that long. Could you pull out, pull on it and get some more? <laughs> yes. My dad used to catch a dog's tongue when he was licking him. Licking yeah. him. Got your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> What is a, a strange and unusual or the fun fact about your dog or cat? Matt, you got anything about your dog? Your dog's got lots of lumps. Yeah, uh, <laughs> lots of warts, getting gray. Yeah. That's about it. She yeah. just no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, my cat, she's pretty normal too. Yeah. Yeah. Not a long tongue or anything like that? No, she's, she's not a licker, thank yeah. goodness. Presley, 
Did you have, uh, you had lots of animals on the farm. We right? had a funny farm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had everything. Yeah. What was the funniest of the farm? Um, Probably the goats that yeah. my grandparents had. They had, like, personalities like humans. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. And don't make them mad because they chase you around the yard. <laughs> That's first-hand experience right there. You can hear it in her voice. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about the dog who uh, broke the Guinness Book of World Records for the 5.46-inch tongue. Tongue, that is. And uh, Matt just did an Instagram video of uh, Presley and my tongue. We had a bit of a tongue off, so to speak. Oh, that boy. Sounds, that sounds, <laughs> no. That sounds no. bad. That's, I realized... It after, was a tongue off. We're just saying who's got the longest tongue. Right. Yeah. All tongues were still in personal bubbles. Yes, they were. Chris yeah. has... It like had a mind of its own. Yeah. it's. I've got a very long, skinny tongue. Like, very long. I could touch my nose. I yeah. really like... Mm, short. It's just a little, mm. bo- a little bob. I went to the pharmacist over the uh, vacation break. Yeah. To get a strep test. Yes. I suppose my kids have it. Yes. And she said, this might be tough. I have to strep test you, but your tongue is so fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to feel about that. I have a wide tongue, not a long tongue. It is fat. You're right. Yeah. I like it. It's cute. Okay. So we're talking about dogs and, and uh, you know, what they, what they do. I like the text uh, from somebody saying, I have a hypoallergenic dog. That has allergies. Matt, you were uh, on a, a family vacation and your uh, d- uh, sister-in-law's dog has allergies, apparently. Yeah, I mean, their entire family, nobody can eat gluten, yeah. oranges, cheese. Yeah. Now so, the dog's got allergies. <laughs> I was going to give the dog a potato chip. No, stop! He's allergic to potatoes. <laughs> like you got the dog that has allergies, too? Can't we have anything normal? <laughs> give me seven days on a holiday with people like that, and I would probably be poking my eyeballs out. I would just wander into the woods. <laughs> become one with nature. Yeah, well, they couldn't because of the allergies. <laughs> Can't eat the bark. Makes my sinuses go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dog. When he farts, he can clear a room in 2.5 seconds, says Mike. Okay, well, congratulations. I've never heard a dog fart. No? No. Oh, Mike, you're not missing much. I mean, the dogs that I've owned haven't been farters. <laughs> no? No. No, or they're silent ones. Yeah. Okay. Our late German Shepherd Pointer would chase sparks from the campfire or burning barrels for hours, like jump over the fire to get to the sparks. There were so many times we had to cut them off to avoid smoke inhalation concerns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that your dog wasn't bright, but... Oh, look, fire. <laughs> chase it. Yeah, that dog's kind of dumb. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, it's quick draw time. We've got Lori and Terry playing the big game today. And up for grabs are uh, two tickets to see the Hunter Brothers. They're coming to the Winsboro Center on October 26th. It's going to be an incredible show, family harmonies, and it's wonderful. Okay, ladies, once again, blurt out your answers as soon as they come to you. And please say your name at the end because you sound an awful lot alike. Okay, guys? Sounds good. Here we go. Something hot that starts with the letter H. Horseradish. Horseradish. Okay, we'll give it to yeah. you. Who's okay, that? That was Lori. Lori. Okay, question number two. Something cold that starts with a letter W. Watermelon. That was Lori again? Yeah. yeah right. I'm not doing so good. Okay, Terry. <laughs> here we go. You can block her here. Let's do it. A slang word that starts with a letter B. Um, 
I don't know. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Bang? Bang? Yeah, I think we have to give it to him. What, what would that be? For doing the laundry. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I would have said what the, what the kids are saying nowadays. Bussin. Bussin. It's bussin. Okay. I don't, know what, it, I don't uh, know what it means. All right. We'll give we'll give it to Terry with bang. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Here we go. Something in your backyard that starts with the letter S. Swimming pool. Swimming pool. That's Lori. There you go. Congrats, Laura. Have fun. <laughs> you're, going, you're going to see uh, the Hunter Brothers. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissin' Love Court. Kissin' Love Court time. Again, if you've ever got anything you want us to run by the listeners, we really don't know. But I tell you what, the listeners usually have great advice. And so uh, there's a dad looking for great advice this morning. Hey guys, my wife and I are having an argument. It's about our 14-year-old son working this summer. I was a kid once and getting summer vacay is awesome, but watching him sleep till noon, playing video games, then the next day it's rinse, lather, and repeat. I feel like it's time for him to get a part-time job to acquire some kind of work ethic and help pay some of his summertime fun bills. She wants him to be just a kid and relax. She says they already grow up way too fast. It's driving me crazy. Please help. Ah, the always ongoing battle. When should the kids work in the summer? At one point in their lives. Well, what do you want them to do? Head to the rig, start roughnecking? He's 14 years old. This is life with a 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. How many summers are you going to end up working in your life? Way more than 14. Yeah. Like, I wish I got summer break. Yeah. You know what? I want my kids to fully enjoy that experience. Do you? You know what? I'll support you for a little while longer, bud. Because when you're 18, you're out the door. So With, you say, yeah. I say you don't give him a job. Like, if he wants to get a job and he wants a little extra spending money, sure. This has to be a self-driven thing. Because right. you know what? My parents wanted me to get a job when I was 14 years old. Yeah. And Little, little Caesars was not better for it. No. <laughs> I was not a good Little employee. Caesar's is still recovering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Presley, you know, you're 20 years old. Mm-hmm. What's your take on this? I've been working for as long as I can remember, and yeah. it was always drilled to me growing up that you need a work ethic. Yeah. If you don't have a work ethic, you won't have a job in the future. Right. And what, from what's Matt saying, he wants his kids out at 18 <laughs> with no work ethic. <laughs> and that's what you're seeing a lot of nowadays. Okay. The younger generation. <laughs> you had your time. <laughs> so a lot of the younger generations today, I'm finding, don't have a work ethic. So you're the younger generation. Yeah, but but like the, the she's 16, got two jobs right now. She's just waving her finger at her own friends. Well, no, like the 16, 17-year-olds, they don't have a work ethic. Yeah. I had a work ethic when I was that age because it was drilled into me. Oh, like, you need a job. I've right. been working technically since I was eight years old because right. we owned a store, which I'm very thankful for. But yeah. as soon as I turned 14, my parents made sure I had a job, and I had been working ever since. Yeah. And it paid off because I had extra money to go do whatever I wanted with it. Right. My parents still supported me. Right. But if I could afford it, then there you go. And now I work two jobs because why? I have a work ethic. You can get a work ethic later on in life. Look no, at me. you can't. Sure you can. You will be a 30-year-old man-child living in your mother's basement with no worth work ethic, playing video games, eating your bag of chips, okay. and your Mountain Dew. You swap a mom for wife? 
that's my life right there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you don't. You leak every ge- like they have no work ethic. Okay. You sound like every generation prior to. Okay, the texts are coming in. Megan says, 14 years old. Start work. Start working. Yeah. Uh, somebody else says he just needs an outside hobby, not a job until next summer. Now I remember going through this with our kids again. My whole when I was eight, I was on the tractor. I swear it was. Well, your me. kids didn't grow up on a farm, so they, that's the way it goes. They didn't, but I remember you know them both. Uh, it was because you you want to you want to enjoy your time with your kids and soak it all in because they do grow up way too fast. So you want to you know. But uh, Carter was a corn cop at the corn maze. I remember that at fourteen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Bailey did he enjoy it? Jobs. He did enjoy it. Yeah, he did. He did. But I missed him because you know I was, I was a bummer. I'd come home from work and I'd be like, "Where's Carter? Oh yeah, he's working. Darn it!" But. But and that's yeah. you went to the maze and I you wandered. It was, good, it was a good thing for work ethic. I agree. I'm, you can agree like. Presley. Does it have to be fourteen? Is that when you instill a work ethic? There's no other time. Oh, it doesn't have to be fourteen, but around like fourteen, fifteen, I find even if you have like an easy job, like I worked back shop at a golf course, so I just drove golf carts around. Yeah, it was fun, but it, it gave me a sense of responsibility of oh, I need to be at work on time. Yeah. I'm making money. This is a job. This is what life is going to be like. I like this text. I love how Matt just got silenced by a 20-year-old in work <laughs> ethic. She just, she, her 90-year-old's coming out. <laughs> these right. kids these days. Okay, 780 <laughs> Oh, hang on, one more text that, that kind of puts it the other way. Oh, there's, I can't even follow these. They're coming in. Society sometimes. forces kids to grow up so quickly. Yeah. Let the kid have a childhood. At 16, okay, get a job. At 14, no way. Even just de- developmentally, at 14, there's a lot of expectation for a kid whose brain is still growing. Okay. This is what I'm saying. Let a kid be a kid. Okay, but Sandy here says she is a 33-year-old man-child living <laughs> at home and has tried to drill a work ethic into him, but it didn't take. <laughs> you just gotta find the right job. I'm a living proof. He's 33 years old. His brain is still growing. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissin' Love Court. Dad wants his son at 14 to get a summer job. Mom says, no way, Jose. What do you think? Evan says, I agree with Presley. I'm 33. Got my first part-time job weeding gardens for four fifty an hour when I was 11. Got my first $50 bill from that job, and I still remember it. It's next level when you're 12, and you have money to buy the shoes you want, and your lazy friends are at school whining because they don't have them. My whole thing is... Just because you have a job of 14, it's not going to instill this lifelong love of working. I think it's okay to be a kid at 14 still. I think it's also okay to have a part-time job. But to force somebody to do it, I don't know. Another text says, my son was the same. Let him enjoy his freedom. Life is hard and he will learn. Uh, his, this son is now 25 with a degree and has an amazing worth, work ethic and still plays his video games. It's a, and everybody says, like, well, look at me. I worked when I was nine. Yeah. I worked when I was 14, and I turned out to be a deadbeat. <laughs> no, really? So, ha-ha. So it works both ways, bud. <laughs> okay. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Holy how did we ever kick up a hornet's nest this morning with uh, with this? Kiss in Love Court. Kiss in Love Court. It's a tale as old as time. 14-year-old son. It's not working. Dad's frustrated because he's like, says sleep till noon, plays video games all day. He's not accomplishing anything. Would like him to get at least a part-time job. Mom says no. Kids are growing up too fast. Let's uh, let him uh, be home and enjoy his summer vacation. Uh, Matt says, uh, you know what? Give him time. 
Presley ironically says, at 20 years old, says, no, make them work. Make at least work. a couple days a week. Yeah. It doesn't but, have to be all summer, just a couple days a week. I thought I think a lot of people are making good points on the text line. It's like, well, you don't have to work, but you have to contribute to the household. I agree with that. Did yeah. you also read the part where they say, I agree with Presley? <laughs> yes, I'm reading all of this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, the kid can still learn responsibility and work ethic by... Yeah. Contributing to the house, whether that's law cho- choring, right? Okay. Get him choring. Before you get too excited, Presley. Red alert. No. Red alert. Someone agrees with Matt. Someone agrees with Matt. Don't make the 14-year-old get a job. Kids are growing up way too fast uh, nowadays. Uh, he's got 40, 50 years ahead of him. Let him have this summer. It's definitely possible to develop a work ethic later. I didn't get my first job till I was 18. I have a very strong work ethic. Let him have this summer this year and rediscuss when he is 16 years old. Okay? That's what I'm saying. We got to not don't, stop glorifying the grind. Okay. Just because you worked 12 hours when you were eight okay. doesn't mean we all have to. To chime in on your talk this morning, I was that kid and I didn't work. And I was never expected to. My job was school. I'm 32. In my 20s, they were terrible. I had to learn tons of skills and ethics that most men my age had. And I was playing from behind for years until I found something I loved. I wish my parents made me work at 14 or 15. Get a job, kiddo. Your future self will thank you for it. Exactly. Okay. No. (laughs) They need some sort of structure and responsibility. You can do that at the household. You don't need to do that at... Jerry's fish shack. But sometimes it doesn't always work. Yeah. Like my brother and I are a good example of this. Yeah. I was told to work when I was 14. Right. He was too, never got a job. Yeah. He's now 17 and has no idea what he's doing with life. He has no concept of time or really responsibility. <laughs> and yet I'm out here living my best life. Oh, you're a hero to us all, Presley. <laughs> he's still 17. I thought he'd be like 40. It's like 17 doesn't know what's going on in the world. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, like even today, like at my other, like not today, but like, in today's world, even at my other job, I have younger teenagers, like 12, yeah. 13, come into golf, have no clue how to talk to me, have right. no clue how to talk on the phone. That's just girls has in general. No clue, <laughs> has no clue how to use a debit machine. Because mom paid for everything. Exactly. And like, just teach your kids even. Okay, maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really have time for this, but we should take this call. Caroline. So here's my thought. I'm completely with Presley. Thank you. I I was a workaholic, still kind of am. I kind of slow down as I approach 60. But I will say that, you know, both my kids are, well, 30 and 33. And they're hard workers because they didn't lay around and watch TV and did video games. And they both have their own houses, you know, and they, like, they... They knew what to do at 18. They were prepared. And I think as parents, it is our job to put all the tools in their toolbox. And and if we don't give that to them, they're going to be the ones that are staying at home at 33 and sleeping all day. Yeah. Bumming off your food. Hang on a second. I'm just, I've got Matt's toolbox in my hand here. I'm just going to flip it over and see what we can shake out of it. <laughs> uh, There's a lot of malls. Your spare parts, bud. Hey, I'm here almost every day. Uh, Four hours at the radio mines is enough for me. This is why I love Presley. Thank you. You know what? He is on the ball with this situation you got going on.
This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hello. Hi, who's this? This is Jamie. Hey, Jamie. What is your Lightning Fingers answer for that new social media platform, much like Twitter? Threads. It's called Threads, yes. Awesome. And you were the first person through with it, which means you're going to see Billy Currington at the venue at River Cree coming up on Saturday night. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you're welcome. He puts on a fantastic show. Boy, your fingers are fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do a lot of texting. <laughs> Matt was saying, how do they get through? How do they text? Did you have it loaded in the chamber, like kind of like preemptively thinking about the question before the answer? No, not at all. Wow, that was fast then. That was <laughs> incredible. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, you enjoy uh, Billy Currington. He's going to be great. Uh, hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.